the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Hey, well, good evening, family and friends. We want to welcome you to Cornerstone Radio. Uh, tonight, uh, this is Blaine Nurse, and I'm here with Ed Brody. And uh, doggone it, that uh, brother-in-law of mine, John, uh, Pastor John's not going to be with us tonight. Uh, we want to welcome you. I, You know, as usual, we are very excited about the show. We love to teach and, and listen and, and grow in God's Word. And tonight's um, title is, Is There Angel? So, you know, we're going we're gonna to run through the Bible, uh, Pastor Ed and I. We're going to just take a look at some of the, the stories regarding angels, um, who are angels. And hopefully by the end of the night, you guys will have a little bit better understanding. And I know we will because we sharpen each other, don't we, Pastor Ed? Yep. Um, and I, I do know that uh, as we do start the show, um, we always uh, want to give praise reports. There is a lot of things that are going on with the homeless ministry, with Cornerstone, you know, trying to get people places, pointing them in the right direction. And uh, we got an opportunity today with a young man that uh, hopefully is going to go into a, a program. Um, but how about you, Pastor Ed? Any yeah, highlights? It was, from it was, it was kind Pastor? of an unusual uh, weekend because... I spent time, I guess you would say counseling, helping people with problems, but uh, didn't get a chance to pray for many. Oh, okay. So it was uh, it was a little bit different. Uh, we, Saturdays are usually the days we go out and do a lot of prayer and things, but uh, people had questions and they were going through struggles and and just a little bit of a different Saturday for me. You know, I agree. And, you know, our roles do change, don't yeah. they? Every oh, yeah. single week. Sometimes I'm out there throwing, putting food together, putting it in a bowl, and <laughs> sending it people's way. And and uh, you know, but Pastor Ed, yeah, you've you've uh, you've been used out there um, a lot of times in prayer, and people come to you and I about prayer. And I noticed you were kind of busy, and there there was a lot of needs this weekend. Yeah, there was. And uh, I seem to be. Um, I was blessed this weekend to be part of some of the prayer. And also uh, seeing someone from my church show up that wanted to help that had been part of uh, homeless ministry for 40 years. And uh, he just kind of jumped right in. Um, one of the women needed prayer. And all of a sudden I look over and he's praying with them. So um, we all know how to pray. You know, we're praying in Jesus' name. We're just going to the throne room for the those around us and uh, laying them at his feet. So um, it was it was it was a blessed time. It's always good to see new folks. I know we were able to help that young that young mom out with two kids, and um, it's it's always exciting, folks. It's always something new. It's always something new. Yeah. And uh, and, and you and I, it depends wherever, and Pastor John, wherever the need is. I mean, that's where we'll go. Yep. 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a long week for Pastor John already. His phone has not stopped ringing. Yeah. And he told me on the way in, he's this pneumonia just knocks him down. It does. And uh, he hasn't been sleeping, so he said uh, he was hurting. His arms and his hands are hurting, and he said, and I haven't slept in two days, so he says, I'm turning off my phone and I'm sleeping. So so well, that's, uh, he's he's taking some time off to get some sleep. Well, that's good to know because I called him around nine o'clock and he was he answered. So oh, did he? Yeah, he said, "Man, we've got a need. A young man wants to go into a program." Okay, and uh, I'm going to try and connect with that person today. But um, John was giving me some insights on that. So, uh, and he had mentioned, and and that's good. That's that's what we're here for. Yeah. Is when um, folks out there, whoever they are, mostly through this ministry homeless but through many many folks i mean family members you know family and friends i mean it's good to have the resources that uh, that we have that have been given yeah. and um, start pointing people not only in direction for recovery um restitution uh, but also pointing them to jesus so yeah it's amazing how many families are out there we have like the one you were talking about had some smaller kids yeah but we have uh we have people who have older kids, their 20s and that kind of thing, and they're on the street as well. Yeah. So it's when you talk about families, it's not just people with little kids. Sometimes they're, they're older kids, too. Yeah. You know, those little kids, though, they do they, they steal our hearts. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, they all do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in this ministry, um, young or old. You know, we see some of the old folks out there, and we're like, darn, you know, this is their golden years. But um, yeah. Uh, whether we don't know all the circumstances, we know that every single person that we see out there, they have a story. Amen. And um, we just, again, just try and give them hope um, of the word and of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, okay, I think um, that covers that day, huh? Okay. We, we, we could jump right into the study. Um, is there angels? So we do have uh, some stories, some scriptures to read. And, and you know what, uh, Pastor Ed? Uh, I didn't make it last week. I couldn't make the radio show. Right. And uh, I know that when there's two of us, we just kind of just bounce things off. I'm sure you and John had a great time. And I'm going to start with a scripture out of the book of Hebrews. And it's chapter 13, verse 2. Listen to this. Many of you may know this scripture, um, but it's one we need to write down. Let's jot this one down. It says, do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. So the Bible tells us this, and, and I just want to start the show out with you, Pastor Ed, and just say, you've been walking a long time, the Christian walk, and uh, I fairly long time for myself. And I just wanted to ask you, um, any time in your life where, whether when you were the chaplain or whatever you've been doing in life, where you kind of raised an eyebrow and thought, huh, could that have been? Yeah, I had one, and this is... I, I use this one because it was so obvious. Okay. And a lot of times uh, they come and go, and and they kind of disappear into a crowd, so you don't know. This was I, when I was in Modesto. Uh, I went to the bank one night, gotten off uh, duty with the police, and I came in and or went by the bank, and I'm walking, and I'm in the middle of this parking lot, and there isn't a car around. This guy rides up to me on a bicycle. And he says, uh, hey, do you have any money? Well, all I'd gotten was 20s out of there, and I wasn't going to give him a 20. So I said, no, I don't have any. And he said, okay, and he rode past me. So I reached my pocket, and I found out I had a couple of $1 bills. So I turned around to holler at him and say, hey, 
He wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't there. I'm in this empty parking lot all by myself. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I've had that experience. Yeah, I've had some experiences also where, again, I, I would just raise an eyebrow thinking, could was that? Was that an angel? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been, um, you know, wouldn't it be great if we had a, um, if we had a phone line right now? Because then we could, we could tell our listeners, hey, call us and give us your best angel story because there's yeah. so many of them. Oh, yeah. And, and, of course, there's so many angels. I mean, there's as many as the stars in the sky, of course. Well, we're going to talk about that, oh, too. Oh, well, I don't <laughs> want to jump on that. Um, so, you know, we, we do. We want to be careful who we entertain. And, uh, you know, sometimes you, you kind of wonder, even when we're out there in the park, Pastor Ed, when we're out there and we're God's using us to feed folks and give them water and, uh, and definitely scriptures, um, I want to think that we've had some visits from yeah. some angels along the way. Let me, let me tell you one. I don't know if he was an angel. He was an angel to us. We were uh, getting started. We were fairly, pretty early in when we were doing this, and there was mm-hmm. a man sitting by a tree watching what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked over to ask him if he needed prayer. And first of all, he didn't speak English. Oh. But he was standing there watching us. He called me over. And he held out. I reached out, and he stuck a hundred dollar bill in my hand. Oh my! And uh, but he said I don't. He told me that it doesn't speak English at all. <laughs> so <clears throat> that same day, we went in to open up our bank account to start uh, uh, the Cornerstone Transitional. Yeah. We went into the bank, and the guy we asked the guy, "How much do we need to open?" And he says a hundred dollars. <laughs> so. I, the next week, I saw the guy out there, and I went to thank him, and he, t- he told me, I don't speak English. No. Oh, <laughs> so he didn't great. even want me to thank him. Yeah. So, so those kind of things happen, too. They do. And, uh, you know, where God, where God guides, God provides. And, um, you know, I, it's again, we're on radio show, but you and I are smiling. You know, Pastor Ed's got this ginormous smile on his face when, you know, the person just handed him a $100 bill. But uh, And it, it, it helped us out. We could use it that day. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. I remember we did get that account started. So. Um, yep, it's fun. Lots of fun stories in the Bible regarding the angels. Um, but, yep, we just don't know who we're entertaining. Um, but God's all around us, and he's got his angels uh, at, at his beck and call. Um, you know, I was going to read one more scripture before I send it your way, Pastor Ed. And it's Second Samuel, and it's chapter 24, verse 16. And it says, And when the angel stretched out his hand over Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented. From the destruction and said to the angel who was destroying the people, it is enough. Now restrain your hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the the threshing floor of, this is a tough name, Aranah, um, the Jebusite. So, you know, the angels, we know that in the book of Revelation, they're, they're, they've got some trumpets. Yep. You know, those angels, they, they're holding some trumpets. And um, there's angels that are watching over us. Um, there's angels that um, are are they're in charge. I mean, Jesus has put them in charge of certain things and, and uh, things going on. But, um, you know, the the Lord just relented this angel and said, you know what, we're, we're going to go a different way. Yeah. Um, but those angels, again, are at his beck and call. I, um, I, I might, I'll give my quick little story of an angel um, at a very young age, uh, young adult fell out of a truck and uh, was not doing very good things. How do you say that, right? Yeah. Anyway, fell out of the back of a truck, 45 miles per hour, head first, did a roll, and I just felt lifted up out of the street and carried to the side of the road before a taxi um, driver 
would have hit me and, and could have possibly killed me. So I believe we have angels out there watching over us. Oh, absolutely. You know, angels watching over me, my Lord. So, boy, they didn't. They don't want to hear my singing, do they? I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Anyway, I'm going to send it your way there, Pastor Ed, on uh, what the Word has to tell us also about angels. Yeah. I, I, one thing I've, over the years, I've been asking a lot of questions about angels. <clears throat> and uh, I thought I'd uh, just take a couple of the questions and go through them here one of the one of the questions that always comes up is when are the create when were the angels created and another one is when did satan fall and i tie those two together because they're 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 in the same uh uh scriptures so we want to know when the angels fell in uh, ezekiel chapter 28 verse 13 this is uh, this is God talking about uh, Satan. He mm. says, "You were in Eden, the Garden of God. Your clothing was adorned with every precious stone." Then it goes on to list all of these stones, and it says, "All beautifully crafted for you and set in the finest gold. They were given to you on the day you were created. I anointed, or I ordained and anointed you as the mighty angelic guardian." You had access to the holy mountain of God and walked among the stones of fire. You were blameless in all you did from the day you were created until the day uh, evil was found in you. Now, one of the things I want to bring in here, a couple of things on this is when when, uh, were the angels created? Well, here we see that uh, uh, that uh, Satan walked in the Garden of Eden. Oh, right, yeah. So it tells us that they were created before the six days of creation of the earth uh, because time did not start until God said, let there be light. Then we don't know how long before that they were created, but we do know they were created before the six days of creation on earth. We also know... <clears throat> that because the way he was dressed, he was still in a good relationship with God. Mm. He hadn't fallen at this time because he had all of these stones that were adorned, that adorned him, and they were made specifically for him. Now, if you go on in Genesis, you read the next time he appears, uh, he appears as a Satan, as a serpent, I mean. So somewhere between the beginning of Eden and the end of uh, of uh, <clears throat> Adam's stay in heaven, it's when they, it's when uh, the angels fell, and Adam was in. Uh, and I, I'm not going to get into detail, but Adam was in heaven for give or take ten or fifteen years, but about a hundred years. Yeah. Uh, before he fell. So when were the angels created? They were created prior to the earth being created. Uh, when did Satan fall? during the time of Adam's stay in the in the garden. So that's the answer to those questions. But you had you had mentioned earlier how many angels? Oh, yeah. So, so that's the next question. How many angels are there? Well, we'll turn to Dan chapter 7 looking at verses 9 and 10 and he says, "I watched as thrones were put in place and the ancient one sat down to judge. His clothing was white as snow and his hair was purest wool." He sat on a fiery throne with wheels of blazing fire. Now, here's chapter 10. And a river of fire was flowing out, flowing from his presence. 
here we go, millions of angels ministered to him. Many millions stood to attend him. Then the court began its session and the books were opened. Mm-hmm. So there's millions and millions of angels. And you got to remember, this is only two-thirds of the angels created. Because <laughs> the other right. third fell away with Satan. Yeah. So... When you ask how many angels are there in heaven, millions and millions. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I think that's enough for each of us to have our own guardian angel. And yeah. you know, when we talk about putting uh, angels around for protection, there's got they've got plenty of angels to go around. Yeah. Um, but then you have to ask, okay, what are the duties of an angel? That's good. Okay, in. Uh, the first duty, you're not, I'm not listing these by priority, but just numbers. Uh, the first is their messengers. That's right. And again, as so we stay in Dan, Dan chapter 10, it tells us that, uh, that uh, Daniel had prayed to God and was waiting 21 days for That's an answer. Right. Yeah. Michael brought the answer, and, uh, and he, Satan held him up for 21 days before he could get back to the to answer so they are messengers yep and uh and uh, they'll deliver that message without fail um so the the second thing i have down is uh, their protectors and again stoian and daniel uh we know and i'm not i've got the scriptures but i'm not going to read them but oh. Uh, we talk about in Daniel, the book of Daniel, when he was thrown in the lion's den. Yeah, God yeah. closed the mouths. What about the three Hebrew boys oh, that, that was were thrown in the furnace? It was so hot, the guards that threw them in were burned up. That's right. And then when uh, Nebuchadnezzar looked in, what he saw was four. Yeah. Jesus was in there with them. One that, and when they came like the out, they didn't even smell like smoke. <laughs> so That's right. when we talk about being protectors, I can't think of anything worse than being thrown in a hot fire. No. Uh, it's got to be painful. Mm-hmm. But these these boys never felt the heat. Yeah. Uh, another thing is they're worshipers. And in, uh, in Daniel, uh, or I'm sorry, in Isaiah chapter 6, um uh, when uh, Isaiah was talking about him being unworthy, yeah, says he he's talking about seeing God. He says, "Attending him were mighty uh, seraphim, each having six wings. Two wings they covered their face. Two wings they covered their feet, and two wings they flew. And they were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory.'" And if you go to Revelation, you find the same thing there. When John is lifted up into heaven, here are the elders, the 24 elders. Uh, they're all singing, holy, holy, holy to mm-hmm. God. So they are worshipers. Yeah. Another another uh, one of their duties is their warriors. Yeah. Uh, in Second Kings, it talks about David and uh, going to war with the uh, uh, Syrians. And... He told uh, God told David, "You go home. <laughs> Basically, go home. I'll take care of this." Yeah. And uh, in verses uh, chapter nineteen, Second Kings, uh, chapter nineteen, verses thirty-four and thirty-five, it says, "For my own honor and for the sake of my servant David, I will defend this city and protect it." That night, the angel of the Lord went out to the Syrian camp and killed a hundred and eighty-five thousand Assyrian soldiers. Wow. 
since when the surviving Assyrians woke up the next morning, they found corpses everywhere. Mm -hmm. So those are just some of the things about uh, angels uh, that you, you probably hadn't, hadn't heard before or may not really have known before. Yeah. So they, they have a lot of uh, a lot of things they do. That's a good take. That's a good list. I, I wrote all those down, and um, the, the, we've got proof of that all the way through the Word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, and, and really, I've got to, just to even back that up a little bit, we've got a couple more scriptures um, to follow up with that. I know that, um, you know, they're ministering. Angels ministered to Jesus. Yes. And it's amazing. I mean, the Lord our God, his, his angels were there with him, not only when he was tempted by Satan, um, also, um, when I, I've got a scripture here, verse uh, 12, it's in the book of John, chapter 20, verse 12. And it says, um, and she saw two angels in white linen, one at the head and at the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had laid. So those angels were in the tomb. And then it says later that they were outside of the tomb sitting on that rock. Yeah. And so the angels, we just have no idea. Um, one of the things I do want to talk about, I, hopefully we'll have a little bit of time, is um, the power of the angels. Yes. Because we just don't know. Um, but I, I, I've got um, uh, one more scripture. That Actually, I have two more scriptures. How about you? Do you have another one that you're going to No, I'm, go I'm good. Go ahead. So as we looked at, um, even in the book of Acts, when Jesus was um, ascending into heaven, it says that, um, and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken from you into heaven, will come, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. So the angels are speaking to him. Mm -hmm. The angels are like, Hey, he's gone. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going into heaven. Um, they kind of made it. They confirm many things. and um, But one of the things that has really struck me through my years, especially with where our world is going, um, you know, we have freedom, whether we're in America or anywhere and around the world, to uh, believe and worship whomever we want. But um, there is a growing trend to uh, worship the fallen angels and the fallen angel, um, one of the three names of the Bible. Um, well, maybe I'll go over that real quick. Uh, there are three names of angels in the Bible, and if you know them, great. If you do not, Ed, you want to? You are you familiar with those three names? Type of the seraphim and they. Nope, nope. Just the names: uh, Michael, oh, oh, oh. Gabriel, and Lucifer. Yeah, those are the only ones named. Well, right now, a lot of folks are kind of following after Lucifer, and I'm going to give you a, a scripture out of the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 1. Listen to this, folks. Then I saw an angel, that means why, I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who was the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. Boy, I got to tell you there, Pastor Ed, um, that's a lot of power. Yep. That's a lot of power. And that was one angel. And, uh, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to start a fight with, with Satan. Um, but when we do encounter the darkness or those fallen angels, we do know that in the name of Jesus, they must flee and the, yes. by the power of his blood. Um, 
Boy, do, I, do we have time for Revelation 12, 12? Yeah, let me, let me just throw Go something ahead. in here, too. It, uh, you're right. We are, we are not to fight, but we are to stand. We are to stand, it yeah. Stand, there's three Amen. different places. One of the places when he talks about the armor of God, he said stand and stand firm. But there's six times he tells us to stand in the presence of, of the enemy. Amen. Amen. Yep, we're, we, we've got Jesus. Jesus is on our side. His angels are fighting. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to try and read through this. I don't know if I can cover it, um, but it talks about when a Satan was thrown out of heaven by Michael. It says, and the war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they, and they did not prevail, nor was there a place found in heaven for them any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the, the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world, he was cast down to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Um, and then I want to go down to 11. It says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to death. Um, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in, the, in, in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that his time is short. They overcame him, Pastor Ed, as we talk about a lot, Mm-hmm. By the blood of Jesus By and the, the word of his testimony. Of so let's get to know his word, folks. Be in his word. Dive in. Grab a book, whatever might be your favorite. I know Ephesians and Philippians are one of my favorites, but I think I say that about every book. But yeah. um, God bless you, folks. We are so thankful you are here. You help us. We, we love your prayers. We appreciate your prayers. We do thank those that are providing for our homeless, uh, those uh, that are providing clothing, guys. They really need that clothing. Uh, from goodwill and those uh, burritos, um, the the food that's provided, the the ministries that kind of provide for us. You know, El Cajon, Wesley, and Pastor Steve. He's he's been behind us the whole way, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing Pastor Jeremy and and one of his pastors, Tim, back us up. It's like we we really appreciate them, and we really most of all appreciate you, our audience. So, hopefully, tonight's message about is there angels? There are angels, and uh, they're on our side. Jesus is on your side, and what a great point you made there, Pastor Ed. Go yeah. ahead. And and if you have any questions about our subject tonight or you need prayer, call me. My phone number is 619-252-0060. And again, that's 619-252-0060. Look forward to hearing from you. Well, there you have it. Thanks again, all. We love you. Have a great night, and God bless. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.